You all wake rested, though not well rested, and very wet. So we're on a cliff face here? You just basically found like a little six foot high rock shelf, like out, you know, kind of jutting up out of the forest floor. A bluff. Yeah, a tiny bluff or even just like an outcropping, I would say. All of the forest is kind of uneven like that. There's not really huge cliffs, just little outcroppings and miniature bluffs here and there. Okay, so Saja saw that this food exchange yesterday and that maybe we might be short on rations. So because I have this um, foraging and hunting thing, can I see if I can find, you know, a rabbit or a, you know, something to help stack the party with a little bit more? What is your ability you read? It says, a party with a barbarian succeeds at foraging with a two and six chance and finds prey when hunting with a five and six chance. Cool. So the way this works is, as you travel, you can assume to be foraging. This is an Huh. Here's a link. Oh, nothing's working in my... Cool, cool. Um, sorry, so as you're traveling, you can be assumed to be foraging while you travel. So usually a one in six chance. So as a barbarian, you have a slightly higher chance. Um, so you just roll a 1d6, or you should be able to roll that ability if you have it set to greater than two. Uh, let me look here. Like, most of the abilities have a little thing next to them that says, like space, and then math symbol, and then six, or something like that. She is Oh yeah, like greater than, but so, I don't know. So, so change the uh, roll, yeah, it's at 1d6, and then, yeah, do greater than two. The threshold is two. Actually, sorry, less than... Oh, no. Okay, here. Yeah, so that wouldn't be a success. It's actually usually if you roll a 1 or a 2, you would succeed. Okay. So I 1d6 less than 2? So I would do 1d6 actually less than 3, right? As a 1 or a 2 is... Right, but then also finds prey when hunting with a five and six chance. I don't know what the difference is. So hunting means you take all day and you don't travel or do anything else. Thank you. But your chances become way higher, obviously. Well, yeah. Okay, cool. So you didn't, we weren't able to find any food. Um, We can assume you guys like get back on the road and keep hiking towards your boat. Um, but you're taking side paths and kind of exploring, you know, um, wide of the party and crisscrossing their path as you go, creeping through the wilderness, hoping to sneak up on an animal or find something to forage, but you don't. Um, and actually, when you get not that far from where you camped, uh, 
you don't find anything to forge, but you do find very fresh boot prints, as well as a burned out, soaking wet torch just discarded in the brush. You're maybe like an hour away from where you camped. Still a good three hours from your boat. Where are the uh, tracks leading? Examine the tracks. Yeah, I mean, you can pretty easily say they are leading the, the way you came from. So, like, towards your camp. Relatively. Deeper into the island. Are any of these your boot tracks? Is this us from the other day? I'm looking at the bottom of my shoes, like, dumbly. <laughs> I mean, with your hunting skill, I think you can pretty well realize that they're not any of your tracks. And then the, the soggy, wet torch discarded in the bush really gives it away. You guys haven't lit any, lit any torches during your hiking. I say we just move quietly. I can do that. I didn't see anything all night, I swear. Well, somebody's been here. So the move is going to be... Keep moving towards the boat? But quietly. Okay. You can slow your roll. You can even start tracing the, you know, the boot prints backwards. You actually notice the further you go, now that you're kind of picking your way slowly and quietly, there are definitely multiple sets of boot prints here. Though it's hard to I discern. I think Kaja is also like, oh, I'm sorry, like pointing at, um, pointing out stuff to, like, because she has this move silently skill. So like, you know, seeing a branch and like grabbing it before somebody like steps on it to try and like help keep the party quiet too nice yeah yeah so you do all of you notice there's multiple boot, boot print paths here uh, it's hard to discern how many they kind of crisscross each other quite a bit they're mostly in a single file line as you usually do when you walk through thick jungle like this it's not easy to spread out And uh, pretty soon you arrive to the beach where your boat landed. You have just a small, you know, sailboat, single sail with like four oars attached as well. It's like a hybrid rowboat, single sail. By the way, did you see the outcropping I posted? Put on the map. Mm-hmm. Yes. That looks like a boat. It does a little bit. I was imagining more trees and jungle around it, though. Um, so yeah, you you pretty soon you guys arrive to the beach. You kind of come out of the the tree line of the thick jungle. You know, you just hear the birds and and insects just roaring with the jungle. You know, daylight as it's now approaching midday. You emerge out on the beach, 
And these boot print path like lead to a second boat. A little larger. This one has like a little cabin on it, you know, so there's like an inside area on the boat, though it's small, big enough for one or two people in the cabin. But still big enough to hold, you know, six to ten people. And it's parked on the beach, not, you know, a hundred feet away from your boat. Well, I don't know who that is, but I do wonder what they have. I think a maybe peek wouldn't hurt anyone. Maybe they're just, you know, maybe they're here to bury their dead. I mean, we, we, what, I, I don't see why you should be go snooping around someone's boat for no, no, no reason. No, no, not like that. Not like that. Just, I want to make sure that they're the kind of people who should be here and are doing the right things and then we'll uh, go from there okay yeah. yeah we don't want anyone any any evildoers here that's what I'm checking for evildoer stuff mm. maybe somebody was done with their boat left it for us it's a charity boat it's ours now maybe a note okay we'll take a Take a quick look, but we're not taking anything. I don't want to. I don't want to. What if they come back? What if they? You know, we can't. We can't steal from this person. We don't even know them. It's a trade. We oh. have a boat. It's a trade. I, I don't. We think don't intend can, to steal from think, anyone. Let's I don't think they can consent to that trade. <laughs> it's probably a note. There's probably a note if they're giving it away. <laughs> An IOU. <laughs> Just free written on it in spray paint. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's check it out. Is there like a? Uh... Like any sort of like flag or anything indicating like uh I don't know, maybe if it's like a a ship from like Elmard of some like fleet or or is, is there's no like identifiable thing on the ship? The flagpole of the ship is suspiciously vacant of a flag. And you probably know all of you from your time in Elmard, especially Luann, that Nobles would never sail without representing their family. They're too proud. It's it's such a status symbol here. Maybe this boat's stolen, and if we take it, then we'll be giving it back to whoever owned it. Well, I tell you what, there must be a reason that they're not advertising who they are. Evildoers. Did we advertise who we are? Did we have a flag on our boat? <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I mean, let's like, I mean, That's let's kind of. That's different. Is it? Like, if, what if, what I, if... <laughs> if I had the Abadar flag, I would be flying it proudly. But I forgot to bring one with me to university. Uh, at Hargrave. Uh, hmm. Well, when we get back, we'll have to get a flag. <laughs> We, I don't wanna I don't wanna be sailing without you know the proper identifiers fair enough yes, I agree it's I agree I, I, like I said if I had we'll leave a note we'll leave does, does anyone have any 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 paper we'll leave a note telling them that they, they need to invest in a flag as well strongly worded note. So we 
can we sneak up and go look at it? Yeah, are you just all gonna go as a group over there, like walk up to it as a group? Um, I can sneak quietly if anyone else can. Okay. I don't. I, I don't see why I we should sneak. sneak. Tavara does not get it. <laughs> he wants to follow the tracks. Um, uh, using his like infravision to see like how like warm they are. Oh, excellent. Well, um, it looks like all the tracks have gone cold. The ones that led the way you came from, anyway. Uh, however, as you slowly shift your vision into the infrared kind of spectrum, it's a bit blinding because it's a hot day. The the sand is you know warm in general. Um, but you actually see that the sand is also, by the way, it's hotter than your your feet. So you do see one set of tracks. They kind of become apparent. They're not really apparent in the normal spectrum of light. But when you shift your infravision, there's actually a cooler set of tracks that split off and into the nearby bushes. Cooler meaning they're probably more recent, like someone has sunk their feet down in, you know. Yeah. Uh, Tia, we'll, we'll point this out. I see human tracks. They may be in bushes. And then kind of point the party towards the uh, the bushes. Yeah, so in a big like scrub palm off to the side of the beach, kind of not near the tree line where you came out, but off to you know one side, the the palms start shifting and shaking around. And pretty soon, uh, a man with a a slick goatee and like a greasy ponytail. And, you know, big baggy sailor's pants and bare feet kind of pops out of the bush. And he's like, very clever, little dragon. Very clever. Tia is not a dragon, but will be. Well, an observant lizard, no less. You foiled my surprise. Not that I was planning anything untoward. Greetings, traveler. I am Benjamin the Bedazzling. You have come across me and my compatriots. How how may we help you? And who are you? Greetings indeed, and a uh, fair question. Um, I might ask the same of yourselves. And you know what? Shall we just make this easy? He like draws a slender saber from a scabbard on his belt and kind of loosely waves it at you. He's like, let's just empty out those bags. Make sure you're not taking anything. You shouldn't be. And my name is Reno, by the way. He gives like a little bow without breaking eye contact. You are, in fact, being watched by uh, no less than a score of crossbowmen from um, yonder cliffs. He kind of points his saber at some cliffs on the opposite side of the beach. He's like, so don't try anything crazy. Just, just empty out your bags. I'm not going to take anything. Just making sure you're not up to no good. Hmm. Is is this a is this a robbery? No, 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 no. I'm making sure you're not robbing me and my friends of our interests. That's why they left us behind to watch after we noticed your boat here. Well, you're welcome to take a look. We found essentially nothing. Uh, no coin. But uh, go ahead. Take a look. Let's cut the shit. It's not the coin I'm worried about. You can steal from these dead fogies all you want. 
Are there any large white flowers hidden in the recesses of those packs? Hmm? Yes, yeah, uh, looking through his satchels, then gives him like the lizard side eye, and then says like, "No." <laughs> Alvaro pulls lint out of his bag. <laughs> it's nothing. Lou scoffs, and she's like, "This is p- preposterous." I'm just gonna put my hand on my weapon. And like, you know, stand up kind of tall. And like, I don't, I don't have anything. You know, she's just like, I've got nothing for you. He's like, hmm, then be a, a good girl like the rest of your party and show us the contents of your sack. Maybe we'll let you go unscathed if you do have the ability to forget my face. Let's hope you do. Your discretion might buy your life. You want to look in my bag? He just kind of motions at it with his sword. He's like, tip it out. Quickly, please. Why don't you come on over and have a look? He's like, you wouldn't want me to do that. I would not be so nice about it if I had to do the work myself. I am a bit of a lazy man, you see. Can I look in, in, the, in the brush? And like the, the foliage or whatever. See, he said there were crossbowmen. Can I like look and see if there's anyone actually in there? Yeah, he pointed to like a low, maybe 15 foot high cliff that runs along like the eastern side of the beach. He's kind of on the western end of this little beach. You like? Is anyone actually watching us? You scan the cliffs up there. Uh, why don't you roll a wisdom as well? Okay. Not my strongest, but we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, the brush is so thick. You also, you don't see anyone up there from what you can tell because it's so thick. But also, you don't see any clear paths that maybe, like, would lead around that cliff. At least at first glance. Saw so just wants to look at the rest of her party. Like, if everyone else is doing this, like, she's not going to start a fight just to start a fight. But she's also, like, doesn't appreciate this shit at all. Is everyone else complying with this asshole? Seems like everyone else has but you so far. I'm mainly... Tia's, like, kind of indifferent. <laughs> I feel what, like what, Luann's like, I don't have anything of consequence at this point, so I don't really give a shit if he looks in there right now. Yeah, I'm offended, but I'm just like, okay, fine. Like, Saja's not the kind of person she will defend, but she's also, like, not looking for a fight. This is just disrespectful. So she just, like, holds open her bag. It has nothing in it. Like, some... Nothing. A rope. She, like, holds, pulls it out. Here you go. Ah, very good. I appreciate your compliance. Now, if you don't mind, you'll be on your way. And you will be forgetting that we ever had this altercation. I'll even shove you off. Please. He, like, motions to your boat with his saber. Start walking towards it. <laughs> I don't see why we can't have a conversation. You, we did what you asked. Can, can we? Can we just talk? Like, what? What? You, you. I mean, now you know we're not here to mess with you. I don't. I don't. We don't want anything to do with you. But we, you know, can we just like 
have a chat? If it's true that you don't want anything to do with me, then you would uh, do well to move along. I've already chatted far too much. Far too much. He's a lazy man. Mm. <laughs> Your caped friend gets it. All right. Just like pack up my sack, like quick and in a huff, kind of, and just turn around. He's like, come along now. He like motions to your boat. Faster, faster. You guys all go for the boat? Yeah, I, I'm walking back. Yeah. All right, if you all climb in the boat, he will come over and start pushing from the shore on the bow of the boat to push you back into the water. That works for me. Yeah, so I was just thinking about ways to drown him somehow, but not doing anything. He's like, run along now, run along. Goodbye, Reno. Thank you for looking through our things. <laughs> He's like, oh, my pleasure. I'd be happy to do it again. If we ever meet again. Hopefully we don't, for your sake. Hopefully we do, for my sake. I kind of like you, Reno. I believe he said to forget his name. Uh, take this. And uh, Tia hands uh, uh, Benjamin uh, a small little dose or globule. He takes out a seashell and like removes a leaf from the top of it and uh, hands you a little glob of what appears to be a, like a thicker uh, substance like and holds out like a finger to you. Um, as Benjamin has done every time uh, Tiha has given him some weird thing, he's like, mmm, and like tossed it, but like, like he ate it, like, mmm, <laughs> as he's like fake chewing it. <laughs> and then Tia turns back to uh, Reno, it's like, uh, Benjamin uh, does no longer know your name. <laughs> he's like, ah, all too kind, my reptile friend. Bon voyage! He, like, waves his, and, like, gives you a big cheesy smile as you guys start rowing out into the surf away from the island. Who's who's doing the rowing? I think Alvaro is definitely rowing. Cool. There's probably one more of you rowing as well. I'll row. I don't row. I'll get out some aggression. I hate that guy. You, I forgot how good you are at making me hate your NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to hate him more because it's probably you are the first to notice, Saja, as you row out. Just when you get to that critical point where you're like a good 300 feet off the shore, like out in the depths, you notice that there is a large hole burned through like the, the backside of your boat uh, right by where you're sitting and water is like sloshing in around your feet at a pretty alarming rate. You look back, you glance back at the shore, and he's still just waving with a really smug smile. Reno! <laughs> <laughs> I obviously, like, jump up and yell, like, he's burned a hole in the, in the, everything. We're, we're going under. 
Is there, do we have anything in here that would allow us to like, <laughs> I don't know, quickly <laughs> patch this shit? <laughs> right, the rain, we didn't even have a tent. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let me see. man. Is, is, there, is there a sail on this ship or is it just a rowboat? There is a sail. Yeah, I mean, let's let's bring that down. We can we can row. We can just use our manpower to get back. Yeah. So there's a couple things you could do. I mean, you can try and plug the hole with the sail. I feel like that's not a super effective solution since it's not waterproof. But you could also mm-hmm. use it to maybe like bail water out. Try and just like you know spoon it out of the boat as fast as you can with the sail. How big? How big is this hole? Like, is it like? Can you fit your hand through it? Oh yeah, I would say the size of your head. Oh god. There was maybe like an old fish trap or like crate on top of it, you know, so you didn't notice it immediately. Plus, he did a good job of kind of keeping your attention as he pushed you out. I also think if you glance back at the shore, uh, three more men have come out of their boat and are now lying to the beach. And they are holding crossbows and they are taking an aim at you guys and like big arced kind of aim. <laughs> oh my god. Pointing and oh. laughing. <coughs> uh, Tiha sees this and then jumps overboard. <laughs> he just dies right in the water. Just as Tiha dives in, like three crossbow bolts, two like hit the water next to your boat, and one of them like thunk, like sticks right into the hull of the boat on the side. The men on the shore start cranking their their crossbows back into ready position. So is the only shore the part they're on? (laughs) I mean, yeah, you can swim to a different part of the shore that's not necessarily this little beach. I would say it's like just a 200 foot long piece of, you know, sand, open sand with no trees. You could swim towards like the jungly shores a little further down the island. Uh, Tia's gonna like go a little bit deeper in the water and start swimming towards their boat. Nice. Is our boat fucked? I mean, this boat's done for, right? If you had a good bailing solution, you could keep going. Uh, <laughs> well, Alvaro I was has gonna... like a shield. I assume a shield's like a little concave. Yeah, you could. I mean, that's not probably <laughs> not, a, <laughs> not the best. Not but... a great solution. No. But if you <laughs> made a couple strength checks, you could probably keep it up for the the six hours back to shore or whatever. Four hours back to shore. Oh my god! If I do mirror work, image, do do all four of me bail? <laughs> it looks like all four of you bail well I was going to say I can like grab I, I want to try and if we're not going to use the boat then if it's like obvious that we're not going to use it then I would try and break a piece off of it like to I mean I just don't know if everyone can swim you know so if there's like something to float on it, but I don't want to ruin the boat if it's not ruined I think it's generally assumed everyone can swim um, unless it's like specifically something you made up about your character that they can't. But as adventurers, you are all at least like kind of a base level of big bit. Okay, cool. Well, then they're fine. 
I mean, T-Hawk can hold his breath for like 20 minutes and swim with his tail. Yeah. <laughs> and like see underwater. The waterborne adventuring. There's always downsides to to the at sea type of type of scenario. Mm -hmm. Is there anything on the boat that we would lose? Like if we all jumped off, you know, I would want to grab anything on there. If everyone's jumping, I'll jump. But just whatever, like rope rigging and sails are on there. You guys are like wearing all your shit in your packs, you know. How far are we from enemies? About a football field away. Okay. Like, you're just out of range of their crossbows. They're shooting, but it's more of an intimidation tactic. And it's also more of like, a, if you get closer, then they're going to start taking real shots. But you're really too far away to hit with a crossbow right now. Is the hole in the ship on the side, on the bottom? On, like, the back floor, yeah. Uh, the, the keel is floor. It, is it, like, flat? Like, is it, like, on the, like on the bottom of the ship, like on the floor of the ship, or is it kind of like... Yeah, yeah. Can I just, like... Can I just, like, sit on it? To, like, plug it? Uh... I think it's, like, too big and just awkwardly shaped. It's burned through, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Without some, like, wooden pitch, there's not much of a plugging solution. Yeah. Or, like, maybe some magic. Again, you're not, like going under but in like an hour you would be sunk you know what i mean and you're going to be moving slower and slower as time goes on mm -hmm. you could start trying to paddle back towards shore or like down shore away from the beach while you're still afloat how, how many hours is... we're going i'm sorry go ahead how many hours is it to our destination like i think it with a sail probably like two but rowing, probably three or four. Are we rowing, are we headed back toward the way we came? Like, have we been there? Because maybe we could roll to see if we remember there being, you know, a sandbar situation ahead. Uh, I think this is like the closest island to shore other than some like rocks once you get pretty close to, to back to land, mainland. I couldn't hear you back, but I heard you talking from the other room. Oh, I was asking if going further down the shore, if that's like... If there's an option to be out of sight of the guys that are pointing their arrows at us. Yeah, totally. I, th I feel like you could row down shore a ways. And before your boat sinks, be be pretty far down the shore. You know what I mean? But it would also be I'll like... Keep rowing thick jungle you'd be landing in. I think that's I think that's worth a shot. I mean yeah. better than being out here. Better than rowing back in. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just get like I'll row double time. I'll row harder than I should be able to. I'll just row really hard and try to get us as far as we can before she goes under. Alright. Yeah, so I'll help out with that. Cool. So, before you guys get fully out of sight, Tiha, you have plenty of time to swim up to their boat underwater and back to your boat again. 
Mm-hmm. You, you like get to their the hull of their boat, but like underneath it, and you know, uh, completely submerged. So they don't even know you're there. Uh, Tia's gonna look for like a, a anything, like a, a way to board the ship. I mean, you could just climb up the backside of it, but you'd have, have to come above the water. But they probably wouldn't see you if you climb up the side that's like facing the open ocean. Their boat has like yeah, a, a tall he'll flat do the, back. You know? Let like the top part of his his head kind of like breach the surface and kind of peer around to see if anybody's there, and then uh, and then go up onto the boat. Yeah, um, I mean the rest of you on your ship. As you start to row away, you see your friend Reno, like, kind of issuing commands to his three men. You don't hear what he's saying, but he points into the jungle, and they disappear off into the jungle. Like, they're going to go try and find wherever you're about to, you know, land in an hour or so. Leaving just Reno there, they run into the forest. And he's too busy talking to his men that, Tiha, they don't even see you kind of start scaling up the back of the boat. Mm. <laughs> so is the I take out the boats like uh, uh, sail and everything is down how big is this boat what are we talking their boat's a bit bigger than yours it's like 30 feet long like I said it has a small cabin in it you're kind of climbing up the back side of the cabin so to speak okay and it has like you know two sails This is something that clearly would take like an entire crew to man type of deal. It'd probably take yeah two to four people to at minimum to keep it going. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> well, um, I think Tia's gonna look to see like if there's any way he could uh, maybe drop the sails even if it is to like steer this this boat into like a random direction just to like let the wind kind of like take it how is the wind currently actually go for it he's just gonna send it (laughs) yeah it's pretty pretty windy you could probably just pop up the main sail and it would be enough to drag it into the water, at least. Yeah, that's what he's going to do. <laughs> All right. So when Reno is, you know, his men disappear into the shore, and he kind of starts walking back towards his hiding spot in the bushes, you run up uh, to the rigging and just start yanking this rope and letting the mainsail <laughs> unfurl, you know, from up on the mast. And by the time he realizes, you hear him start screaming and running towards the boat. You just, like, turn and jump back into the water over the edge. And uh, the boat just starts, you know, being pulled off the sandbar. Almost like rolling it on its side, because it's kind of up on the sand of the beach. And the sail finally drags the boat into the water. Nice. Swooping <laughs> and hollering. Is, is we what, can see it. This is what their boat looks like. It's a really small sloop. Give him out, little dragon. <laughs> yeah, you... I shall become a dragon. 
you dive like head first back in the water, no hands, you know, like a true sailor. And just slip underneath and their boat starts being pulled out into the bay. Um, as you like surface kind of on your way back to your boat, you see Reno just flailing through the water trying to swim out to his boat before it disappears. Nice. Alright, back on Yeah, there. and then I would I would swim back or towards towards the rest of the party. Right. Should we try to intercept the good boat? Yeah, I mean from your boat you do see their boat kind of start off out into the uh into the bay there. Yeah, I mean, I can stick my paddle in the water and do a hard turn or whatever boating things. Can we tell how many people are on their boat? No one. I think you guys saw exactly what Tiha did. Okay. And as it, like, starts pulling out into the bay, like, no one comes up out of the cabin and starts steering it. It's just free-flowing. Like, there's no one aboard, and it's just moving out into the bay. (laughs) I think I see an abandoned boat. I think Benjamin would start shouting orders, like whether effectively or not. Starboard side, flip the d- d- towards the boat. We we, we got to trade boats. We got to trade up boats. <laughs> Throwing out boat terms, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, Tiha, if you wanted to, you could actually climb back aboard and start trying to like just use the rudder to kind of steer it loosely back towards your ship. Yeah, I think I would try to do I guess whatever whatever I could that's within my my knowledge um, to kind of keep it uh, afloat I guess yeah there's not much else and, you can do other than just fuck with the you know the captain's wheel which turns yeah. the rudder but it at least gets it kind of turned back in the general direction of you guys as your party uh, you know flips your boat about face and kind of sailing or rowing rather your boat's pretty full of water and going real slow at this point, but you are loosely heading back towards the other ship. You'll all probably have to make a, a short swim, but not too bad to get to this other ship. I feel like Benjamin is at the front of the boat with his knee up and being like, Stroke! 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 <laughs> Crossing the Delaware. Yeah, right. <laughs> not even, we're not even stroking at the time you're saying. Like, you're not in tune with what we're doing. Yeah, he's just totally in his own little world. Right. <laughs> Hilarious. All right, yeah, pretty soon your boat is is pretty swamped. You know, it's not like, again, it's not just like fully sinking, but it's just not really moving anymore. And you're in like almost waist-deep water. So I think you all just start kind of breaststroking with your packs floating behind you um, out and kind of, you know, towards their sloop where Tiha starts pulling you all up on board with a rope. Give Tiha a huge clap on the back, like, way to go, little dragon, you're clever. You said the boat was uh, free. Tiha took it. They did not want coin, so we took the boat. <laughs> now we just need a flag. <laughs> yeah, you all kind of sit, you know, tired and out of breath and sopping wet on the deck, but relieved. And uh, T 
Tiha kind of takes the wheel and steers it back away from the island towards the mainland. Though other than that, he doesn't know much of what he's doing, and the boat's moving slow. You only have, you only <laughs> I was have... gonna say, Tia doesn't take the wheel. <laughs> That's <laughs> disastrous. <laughs> no, but you guys do whatever. It's like real trash in the camp vibes, like Tarzan. Like so funny. I'm pretty sure he goes back out onto the the boat and then just starts yelling in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the wheel is just like. Randomly whipping <laughs> left and right. You know, yeah, like no, no well, everybody's on board. <laughs> Tihas like on the on the bow of the boat, like uh, like Jack on top of the world, and just like opening his dewlap in the wind, <laughs> proudly. Clara has uh, granted us this boat. Uh, another day will come. I think Benjamin's like, this is when Captain's Captain, and run in and grab the wheel as it's, you know, he's singing like sailor songs, probably <laughs> incorrectly. Sea shanty. I hey, hey, that. up me rises. Hey, hey, up me rises. I think Saja will just, like, give a look to, like, anyone around. It. Just like, okay, well, we better make sure that he doesn't tra crash us. Like, can you, are you a captain? Can you do this? Would I know that? Madam, I have a graduate I don't have a lot of Hargrave faith. University. Uh, we're taught in all manner of things. Navigation. Venturing, and of course the arcane. Speaking of this, did anyone take uh, their secondary skills? You should during character creation get to choose secondary skills. Oh, or at least roll for them. I don't think so. What are secondary skills? Go on. Like yeah. your character might have some loose training in a profession. You're not like great at it you're not even as good as like your average practitioner of the profession but you know a little thing you maybe had some time as an apprenticeship or had to take a job or learned it from a parent uh let's see character creation advanced method at this point because it would be too easy just to say i have sailing i feel like a lot of benjamin skills are secondary skills i mean choose advanced sailing you could choose that if you wanted. I'd be fine with that. It does allow you, you took to an elective. Allow you to choose. But yeah, if you guys look on page 25 of the book, there's a D100 table. You can. It says you can roll or choose. No, wait. I will roll. It actually says can, you I have like to roll, roll unless I choose to allow you to choose. I'm going to make everyone roll. If they feel like their character would have it. Like I feel like, for instance, Becky Luann may not have this since she kind of came from a rich family. Maybe she's jeweler then. That would make sense. Well, her secondary right? skill is like noble. You know what I mean? Like she understands mm -hmm. the ins and outs of a court, for instance, or like the pleasantries of interacting with upper class folk. But What's yeah, every, everyone else can roll a D100. Becky, yeah, yours is kind of pre chosen as noble. Actually, Becky, you can roll. Or yours is uh, yours would be like um, furrier, right? Your families are fur traders, so 
I don't know where this stuff is. I don't know what to roll. It's okay. You, you don't have to roll anything. Yours is pr you oh, okay. kind of decided with your backstory because your family are fur traders. You can just put somewhere on your sheet like secondary skill furrier or fur, okay. fur trader either way. Or like Adam. I got furrier as well. And so maybe we have an even stronger bond. Nice. <laughs> I'm furrier as well. Damn. What's a furrier? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Alvaro got a Thatcher slash roofer. Yeah, that's right. Roll 20 crash. Maybe that's just from like being a husband and a dad even, just like fixing your own house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think probably just like like uh he kind of oh. does it all, you know. But he's Ooh. the best. Andy. Andy. Andy, you motherfucker. Ooh. You cheat. No, it, he's a cheater. Wait, is that real? No, no we're only no, no, 100. Oh, is that really? That's funny. Oh my god, dude, that's what you get, motherfucker. <laughs> that's poetry. <laughs> so, Andy got. What's this mean? You got animal trainer, Andy. Oh, great. <laughs> and Tiha got Brewer, which is interesting, yeah. but also makes sense with Shaman, kind of. Yeah, it makes some weird stuff to drink. Yeah. I feel like you're. Awesome, yeah. I feel like uh, Tiha has the recipe for like fish sauce or like Worcestershire, you know what I mean? Like. But it's like doubly stinky if it's fish sauce. <laughs> it just fucking reeks, <laughs> but it's delicious. Mm -hmm. The umami is pungent. <laughs> All right, so no one has sailing as a secondary skill. That doesn't mean you can't man a boat, but it's going to take an intelligence check from everyone. One of you needs to pass an intelligence check to, like, mimic what you've seen or what you've picked up from riding on other boats. Okay. Do we just click int then? Yeah, click help? int and no modifier. Basically, these secondary skills, it, you wouldn't have to pass anything. It would just be like, you can do it, no questions asked. We got a bunch of sailors. What are you talking about? Secondary skill, seafarer uh, added. <laughs> nice. I mean, yeah. The, the, my guess is also this is a coastal land. You know, sailing. You're not great at it, but you understand the basics of how a ship operates. You've all probably ridden on many ships in your time. Nice. With all of us being, you know, good enough to pick up the slack where the other ones aren't. Yeah, exactly. Like, certainly you're making some mistakes, but you understand the basics. I think it's the landing on shore uh, at the docks that's going to be a bit <laughs> shaky when you get back <laughs> to the mainland. But as far as the just, like, unfurling the sails and steering the thing, it's pretty straightforward. And you you have headwinds, so it's easy, you know. Or tailwinds, whichever one's good. Tailwinds, I guess. I, the DM, don't know shit about sailing. <laughs> cool so you're able to all together like julie said you're kind of like figuring out together filling in uh someone else's lack of knowledge with your own personal knowledge and vice versa and haphazardly you're able to get all the sails unfurled the rigging tied down and the boat 
you know, steered. So at least it's making uh, headway towards Elmar. It's not that different from the boat you guys came here in, so it's not that hard. In fact, you probably aren't even using all the sails, just the big one, just the one you need to use. I think once we get closer, it'd probably be pretty easy to, like, just drop the sails and just paddle in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's probably your way to go. Cool, good job, guys. So, you've commandeered a boat, and once you get it set up, it's pretty much just one person steering for the next two hours. The rest of you can kind of chill. And even search the boat, if that's what you want to do. They do have a cabin and some other things. Uh, oh, yeah. Tia climbs the uh, the main mast to go to the crow's nest. Nice. <laughs> Luann would go investigate the cabin. Nice. Luann, you find all kinds of interesting stuff. You find uh, a captain's journal. Um, and a pretty decent-sized chest. Though the chest is locked. Can I unlock it? I believe you have a pick lock skill, right? I have open locks. Um, what's your, what's it say under open locks? I don't know. Because I don't remember. Oh, um, here. Where I got that. Yeah, uh, you'll definitely want to, for future sessions, like, copy the text for each of your skills from the PDF and paste them in. So, just for quick reference. No worries, we can look a second. Oh, you would. thought I had them saved in the bio and info, but... Oh, you might. It's not there. Um, it's not showing this time, so oh. I need to redo it. No worries. Is it under your notes tab, maybe? Yeah, no worries. But yeah, I would just open, open locks. Yeah. So requires thieves tools. The thief can try the skill once per lock. If the roll fails, the thief may not try the same lock again before gaining an experience level. So I don't know what that means in terms of what to roll. Yeah, you gotta look under there's just a difficulty, and you get to roll against it. Oh, is that what it says? I thought it was right. a percentage. Uh, are you looking under the thief class? Yes, Other I am. skills are rolled uh, on D percentage with a result of less than or equal to the listed percentage indicating success. Yeah, that's what I say. It should and be. And then a... there's a chart. Ah, well, Open lock go. level one, 15. Oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. Okay. So, yeah, you have a 15% chance to pick the lock. That's 15. So, let's see. Thief level skill, chance of success. Um, open lock. Oh, well, yeah, 15. So you roll D100, you gotta roll a 15 or below to, to pick this thing. Dang. What is going on? No, 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 no. Is that, that was great. rolling a D? Real, but yeah, oh, that's real? That's <laughs> not what I wanted in this case. Would you roll 100? Yeah. But I'm not in the window and my on my internet. Wait, how is that possible? Two people rolling. I didn't really roll a hundred. Well, Andy didn't really. He was 
Andy did not put a D in front of his roll, so it just always rolls a 100. Andy, are you also trying to pick it? No, I was just... I just wanted to shake that off, that ones and 100s only. <laughs> <laughs> Is she alone? Or, you know, like I was thinking I was going to start seeing if there was food. This seems to be my thing that I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, you guys can... I'm sure are all searching the boat together. She's just the one with the expertise, so I'm sure she like sits down with the chest and her thieves' tools, and is you know taking a whack at. Yeah, I just like start looking around for a key and food. All right, uh, quick look shows you there's no key. Sorry, right, Becky, I accidentally put it on your sheet. Um, I closed it. You look around for a key, you don't find one um, after some decent amount of searching, but you do find uh, a small, like, kind of, you know, I don't know what the word is. Uh, a uh, Cornucopia? No. A li- <laughs> I'm kidding. Not a, not a livery. What's an old-timey word for, like, a, a pantry? You find a pantry. My son calls it a garage. A food garage. Our pantry. Yeah, maybe they're in the garage. The pantry. Okay, cool. I find the garage. A and... larder. That's what I was looking for. You find a, like a, a larder box, which is meant for keeping like dry goods in. And you do find three rations in there. It's just like potatoes and a loaf of bread. I don't know what iron rations mean. I guess meat. They last longer. Oh, I see. Yeah, so, so probably... think of iron rations as like dried uh, food and meats, like heart meats attack. and berries and shit. Yeah, whereas like, well, I think it's a little bit better than heart attack because heart attack's like really disgusting I feel, shit. I feel like how um, long do iron rations last? Uh, for a while, I thought. I know that the other the normal rations are supposed to be more like fresh food, though. Mm. Uh, well, hardtack is like a preserved it. food, even though it's fucking gross. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just like yeah, water and flour. But, uh, yeah, uh, that's I what... I throw a potato at everyone in the room. If there's three of us in there, I have a potato. Like, huzzah! Uh, no key, but I found a potato. <laughs> yeah, so I'll say three iron rations. Since these are all, like, dried root, you know, type foods. Meant to last a long time. Potatoes the best traveling food you can get, man. You just throw one in a coal, some coals till it's baked. Fucking eat it with the skin. It's good. We tried to smoke weed out of a ta- potato one time when we were in Florida. Starchy. It was not good. It was not good. There's another use for a potato. I Benjamin, like I know I know you got the good stuff. I like that three of the people here were, were there for the potato smoking stuff. <laughs> yeah, and my mom got up the next morning and was like, oh, it looks like someone had a baked potato in the middle of the night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And it was so fucking windy on that, that patio. So, um, Luann, is someone else in there with us? I know that Benjamin is not. There's three of them. I was. I give one to Luann. I'll keep one. 
Alvaro would like one. <laughs> yes, Alvaro, if you're around, of course. Like, but Alvaro will not. Like... Yeah, Alvaro will not ask for one. But no, no, and, like but yeah, if you're there, like that's immediately like that's who she's looking for. And she's like, okay, cool. Like, but she makes it like you probably don't even need it, but whatever, you know, she hands it to you. Yeah, yeah, he he we, really appreciates. <laughs> he doesn't say it, but and really we just decided it's a uh, which ration is it? Iron. It's an iron ration. Oh, uh, iron. Maybe used to smoke weed out of if you're desperate. Wow. I mean, you'll be able to smoke weed out of that thing for weeks before it goes bad. <laughs> God, I can't even imagine um, <laughs> inside that potato looks like. It's a, it was a baked potato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we got there eventually. So you can, by the way, with this chest, it's small and the lock is is hardy and uh, hard to pick and. Obviously, Luann wasn't able to pick it open, but you could still try and force it open if someone was very strong. You can't I do this with every chest, strong. but this is a small wooden chest, so you could try and force it. What's your strength there, uh, Alvaro? I'm a, I'm a 16. Plus 2. Oh my god. Nice. Alvaro, bear mode. You actually have a 4 and 6 chance of forcing the chest open. Do you have a crowbar? <laughs> Uh, no. I have a javelin. <laughs> Maybe a hammer or a crowbar would help, but no, yeah. Just with your hands, you have a four and six of forcing it, like just bashing it on shit, essentially. Can I use, like, I have a sword. Can I use the pommel of my sword? Sure, yeah. I, I mean, have a you, war hammer. You can flavor it however you want. It's still just a four and six chance without a crowbar. Okay. Just I can use my war hammer if, if you want. If there was any without, I mean, I guess this is kind of metagamey, but if there's any point where Tiha would come down from the crow's nest, he has a crowbar. Let me ask around. I imagine the rest of the party. The, crow's nest? the rest of the party is probably aware of your crow uh, crowbar. They might go ask for it. Okay, yeah. so it'll take a little bit for me to come down from the crow's nest, <laughs> but eventually yeah. I'll come down. Or, or how about this? He just like, like unropes it or however it is tied to his pack and then just like drops it <laughs> like clangs on the on the deck of the ship like right next to you like almost hitting you in the head I kind of imagine like Benjamin sitting at the wheel and like wonder where it is and then it's like we need Tihas crowbar and he's like huh <laughs> like no one tells him anything clang <laughs> I think I think Alvaro doesn't know how to act around Tiha. like he's never met a lizard person so he's kind of like Picks it up off the ground, sheepishly waves, and kind of <laughs> goes back down. Uh, I don't know what the actual rules for a crowbar are. Uh, it just says helps with forcing doors. It's, yeah, I'll take a look. Probably in the adventuring section. Time weight, ability checks, saving throws. Dungeon adventuring. Let's check that out. Can doors. be used for forcing doors and other objects open. And I think that's all it says. <laughs> well, if you, if you look in the dungeon adventuring section, it has a whole thing on stock doors. Oh, okay. Door swinging. Listening at doors. Hmm. I'll just up it by it one. Two twenty-two. Five and six chance instead of four and six chance. Sweet. 
Or maybe so you just can't a, force the door without a crowbar? I think that might actually be it. So just having a allows you to do it, but you have a four and six chance when you do try. I'll, I'll look up more about that uh, after the session. But yeah, roll a d6. You got to roll a four or under. Oh, nice. Yeah. Alvaro jams the crowbar in under the lock and just the wood creaks under the thing. But his muscles tense. He uses all of that weight that he's gained over the years and pops it right open. There you go, Al. Kind of. It's all in day's work. <laughs> all right, let's see what's in there. Let me roll. The treasure. Treasure. Where's the treasure thing? Hmm. Moment. I'm load all my treasure tables into roll twenty. Here we go. Treasures. All right. Treasure types. Alright, roll D100. Okay. Nice. 75. What you got, Reno? Inside you find... Two pieces of expensive jewelry. I'm going to say a gold bracelet. Type it up. MVP, a ruby necklace, also worth about 25 GP. A dagger that is jeweled, like very fancy. And a sack with four doses of corpse powder. Oh, that makes sense. Very pure. That's an embarrassing ointment so that we can laugh at him. It's preparation H. <laughs> <laughs> Luann, do you have a melee weapon? Yeah. Are you asking me? Sorry. Yeah. Can't hear you. Do you have a melee weapon? Yeah, I got a, a hand axe. Okay, just want to make sure you need a dagger. I mean, I thought a jewel I if somebody else does. Very the man. Yeah, I mean, this is like a really fancily made dagger. Very pretty. It looks old as well. 
Well, Luann's eyes would probably light up when she looked at the dagger and the necklace, but she's at this point mostly thinking about what they're worth. Um, yeah, I mean, as you bust it open, I think everyone gets a good look at it. Uh, and we immediately know it's corpse powder. Yeah. Oh, and they're both... Yeah, they're both... And you put the prices in there, I see. Yeah, that's like rough. You you know, you can haggle. But that's roughly what you would value them at, just glancing at them. Um, and yeah, it's pretty obviously corpse powder. It's unmistakable, the smell of it. Um, it smells like a corpse. As soon as you crack the bag open. And the dagger, I think, uh, those in the party who have read magic, you wouldn't be able to read it without taking some time to read it, but you can see it has runes inscribed along the the, the silver and and steel of the blade. Please, stand back. Stand back. This is another dangerous artifact. Only I may possess such a dangerous magical item. I'm carefully holding, like I have a, a handkerchief out, and I'm holding it with the handkerchief. <laughs> if and when it's safe, I will return it to the party fund. But until that point, please allow me to do my research. Yeah. So if you take the rest of the the time to kind of look at it and read the runes. You will be able to decipher what they say. They, they become readable to you. They untwist in front of your eyes like magic, and you start to be able to understand their wording. Uh, let me look here. Magical things. Hook. Did you read that other, that scroll, or we didn't do that, Andy? He did. He just oh. didn't tell you what it said. Oh, I read it. Oh, what a turkey. Well, I can't... Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> God, what a dick. Why do you ask? I wasn't some of us... Uh, some of us in the party can't read yet, so uh, if you want to share any information you have, would appreciate it. I haven't found a need for it, but maybe I should learn. Oh, well, it's a treasure map for some armor. In the hills, just west of Arkport. If you want to know, you should have asked. I just did. Oh, now you do. Legendary armor? It didn't say. It just had a picture of armor with an axe. I'm going to make a goal learn to read, even though it's just at level two that I get it. But I'm going to get with one of you guys and have me learn to read, but not Benjamin. All right, the dagger. Uh, do you want me to whisper it to you, or do you want me to say it aloud? Whisper it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone else magical besides Andy? I am technically magical, Paladin. You've definitely yeah, I seen. Just wasn't sure. You've seen T Hop perform some basic magics, probably. Okay, so it's not like he's our only hope of ever knowing anything. Like, can we double check this shit? <laughs> I feel like he's making it up. Uh, 
I take it uh, Tia probably isn't there, though, for the examining of this dagger. I mean, if he's still up in the uh, crow's nest. Yeah, he, yeah, he's up in the crow's nest. Luann's probably like trying on the jewelry. <laughs> yeah, I would say that uh, Saja's over this, and like once she realizes, like, oh, they're gonna like look at this dagger and stuff. Like, I don't want it. Like, I'm sure they'll let me know if I ask. So she like walk up out and be like, yell up to the crow's nest, like, what do you see up there? Sun. <laughs> Anything we could land on? There's land ahead. Right then, she has the exact same look on her face she did when she left the other room. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, um, I messaged. Yeah, I think Benjamin's like, All right, I'm going to call it a night. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Is it late? No, it's like the middle of the day. <laughs> God. <laughs> as far as the rest of the stuff, are you guys just going to split the money for it evenly? Um. Yeah, I would assume so. That we'll, we'll sell the jewelry. Does someone want to volunteer? I don't know what the corpse powder is. It's So that is a very powerful drug. That's illegal to make because to make it, you basically have to create ghouls and like zombies through the harvesting so, of a tree and its giant white flowers. But this tree spits out a ghoul for every flower that you pick. So that's probably what those guys on the shore like. Your character would be able to put two and two together that they probably have a ghoul tree somewhere on that island or an oleander tree, and they're growing corpse flour and harvesting it illegally to make more of this shit. So it's not going in the potato, I guess. Yeah. It could. Let's try smoking it. <laughs> I'm going to make it into a poultice. And we're... <laughs> it's actually what one of the potatoes was for, was for smoking ghoul powder. <laughs> Does someone want to be the party record keeper? As far as like shit that we have acquired yeah yeah i mean i can do that i can throw it in here there's this i made this note it's in the player character section to add it there okay i can do that thanks buddy this be trinkets or other gear you can make a new category if you want that's just left over from the last game but no that's fine i'll just throw that stuff under what do you guys say when you crack open the ghoul powder? Does anyone mention it? I think Alvaro probably, like, curses it. It's just like, uh, cursed drugs. We should throw it overboard. I don't see no. any good coming from that stuff. That's, that's why the changes, yeah. 
It only brings trouble. Well, let me just say, I attended Hargrave University. Um, and there's a lot of drug use that goes on there. Let me tell you one thing about drugs. The people who sell them, everybody likes. And they're rich. Mm, but for the wrong reasons. Think of all the good we could do with that money. And what else are we going to do? If we throw it overboard, we'll probably, uh, you know, get a fish addicted to drugs. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to play any part in, in... Benjamin's right. We can't let it get into the wrong hands. I'm not, I'm not going to play any part in selling it off and just feeding someone's addiction. Maybe kill them. You're right. That's not right. You're right. We need to dispose of it. We need to, we need to obliterate it. I would feel best if I did it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, it's in the wrong hands. That, that concerns me, too. Uh, maybe there's just a... Maybe there's something good you could do with it and no one's found out yet. I'll implicitly that. trust Benjamin. He He's educated. He's an educated man. He knows that Benjamin knows best what to do with the drugs. Benjamin knows what to do with drugs. He, he he trusts that Benjamin will do the right thing. Benjamin will do the right thing. <laughs> I don't want them. So if he if he has them, like fine, like whatever. Good to see you awake, there, Benjamin. Oh well, you know, casting incantations is mentally taxing. So uh, well. May seem that I'm sleeping several hours longer than any of the rest of you. Really, I'm sort of meditation. So you guys I think like Benjamin's also like whistling and playing that dagger, the deck game with the dagger, we throw it to the wood <laughs> over and over again, make it stick. So you guys let him take the powder then, yeah? I'll throw wood. But he, he makes it very clear that he doesn't want him to sell it. Luann is like, it. yeah, I'll let him take it, but then she also like winks at him because she wants him to sell it. <laughs> probably do that like under the table behind Alvaro's back yeah yeah I feel like Sasha's just resigned to like whatever <laughs> you know like he, as long as I don't have to deal with it see how he yells down land <laughs> yeah about this time you're probably uh, arriving in in you know Sight of the mid, the mainland. God, I can't talk. Cool. Well, if there's nothing else you guys want to do on the boat, you uh, pull the sails down and you row it into shore and you dock. I guess uh, you're gonna try and keep this boat, or you're just gonna abandon it. It is kind of stolen. 
Oh. Havara thinks we should get a flag and name it. Yeah, I mean, I think we need a flag. Seems like we'll need a boat again. Is there a sheet or something on the inside of the cabin on a bed or cot? Uh, yeah, sure, why not? Oh. I do not know the customs here, but it is our boat. We took it. <laughs> Alvaro, Alvaro wants to, like, kind of uh, ingratiate himself with T.I. He feels like he's not on a, on the right foot with T.I. He just doesn't know how to how to talk to him as a person, so he's like, what if we name it the the Brilliant Dragon? He uh, cares not for names. It is our boat. <laughs> um, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, you're very, very right. All right, so with that, you tie your boat off at the docks and climb ashore and kind of admire it as you, you head up onto the dock, knowing that it's your boat. The harbor master comes up and, or whoever's running, you know, this boat slip comes up and says, uh, well, that'll be um, five gold um, per week to keep it docked. And uh, we do need a, a boat name and a captain name for our logs. He's like holding a large book with a quill. Uh, sorry, uh, Captain Na- Benjamin Abad- Benjamin Abadar. I'm like behind everybody. Captain name is Benjamin Abadar. He's like right, Benjamin uh, As- Astafar. Right, and he <laughs> like writes it into his book. And the boat name? She's not marked oh, clearly. Alvaro pipes up. It's like the uh, the brilliant dragon. The uh... he that no one's like backing him up. <laughs> he looks at you because you kind of seem unsure, and then he like looks over at Tiha, like almost waiting for him to chime in. <laughs> this boat is not a dragon. I will be a dragon. Right. So the brilliant dragon. Then he like scratches it in his book. He's like, good enough. Um, now the, um, matter of payment for the week. He holds his little grubby hand out. We all look at the captain. <laughs> Luann rolls her eyes and pays him. Oh, thank you, madame. Uh, I see you're the financier of this here crew. You're very welcome <laughs> in, our, in our harbor, and, um, we'd be happy to rent you a slip any time. He, like, kind of notices your heavy purse. Good day. He, like, slams his book shut and wanders off to the next boat. Alright, so we're back. Back on land. Right. And uh, as you head up the dock and into the streets, not too far from the palace... Alice is kind of on a big cliff, you know, walled castle in the middle of the city, overlooking the bay here. You know, this is kind of the street in front of the palace district, so both nobles and lowborn alike kind of cross each other's paths here. And uh, actually, Luann, as you guys come up onto the road from the, the bay, you see a cart roll by, a very, very fancy, like, noble cart. 
and it's flying a little banner flag off the back that you recognize. And you catch a quick glimpse of the driver's face. You recognize this servant man who's driving as well. This is the flag of your husband's house. Your estranged husband. Dun dun dun. Luann <laughs> would be like, Ugh, I think I just vomited a little bit. <sighs> what 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 lovely colors? The driver like hears your voice and uh, kind of turns to look down at you. Do you like try and obscure yourself from him so he doesn't notice you? Oh yeah, she definitely like looks away and pulls the hair kind of over her face. He just kind of glances past you and you know um, nudges his horse with the reins and keeps pushing on through the traffic of the streets. But now you know this cart. This well-painted, really beautiful carriage uh, with your flag hanging off the back is the personal carriage of your estranged Alex. He must be in town for some reason, and you kind of see him pull into the palace district towards the palace. As they round the corner. Yeah, What and what does your flag look like? The, the De La Seps flag got like a moose on it Mm. crimson and gold embroidered moose flaps in the wind as it disappears around the corner and through the palace gates (sighs) wonder what he's in town for surely up to no good oh do you know him unfortunately yes that was the love of my life, father of my children. Oh, you should go say hi. Oh, how tragic. Oh. Alvar starts tearing up, like, on her behalf. Is this man going to cause us any trouble? Well, not if we stay out of his way, but in my opinion, he should stay out of ours. Ooh. Have to agree with that one. He's the love of your life, the father of your children. He sounds great. Darling Benjamin, now things don't always end well that start well. So as oh. you as you have this conversation, you're strolling down Palace Boulevard right in front of the the, the, palace, uh, the, the palace walls and kind of past the gate. And you notice a huge line is forming at the palace gate of like commoners and lowborn and even cast out like castaways and uh you know just general street people who are in a huge line to go through the gate which you never see that that's very strange they're all chattering excitedly and i think you kind of notice two of them passing a large scroll back and forth And I think you guys only get a glance at the scroll, but you only need a glance because you, as you kind of walk around the corner, you see that the same scroll is plastered all over the, the palace gates and walls as you like come to the front wall of the palace. It's this huge poster and it is pasted, like I said, dozens and dozens of copies everywhere all over the palace wall. And it says, paying gold 
for paying a heavy fortune of gold to any prophets who may advise the prince. And it says that kind of in small letters at the top. And then the main part of the poster has huge words scrawled in calligraphy. And some of you maybe even recognize the words. The words say, Listen now, traveler bold. Eat my words, your fate foretold. That's all it says. Saja leans over uh, to Alvaro and she's like, Can you tell me what it says? I can't read. Uh, uh, Tiha, when reading that, will say out loud, Noble daughter, royal son, keep a secret, hurt someone. Benjamin, as he's finishing it, like, ends it with him, like, hurt someone. How did you know that? Tiha. Get spirit vision. The lone raven, the messenger, brought me those words. I've, I've, I've been dreaming about them as well. I, I, I can't believe it. It's, uh, it's been keeping me up at night. Uh, When the, when the waning claret fully wakes, the world is plunged into an apocalyptic winter. I believe these words may be related. We should see the prince. I agree. An audience with the prince? That's hard to come by. I'm Benjamin the Bedazzling, and I'm a graduate from Hargrave University, so... <laughs> if they've heard of me, it won't shock me. Let's just put it that way. I... I don't doubt your credentials. Me, of all people, I know I don't. But I, this might be a little above that. A little above even you. She looks totally offended. <laughs> <laughs> Alvaro, Alvaro like, takes it back once he sees his face. He's like, I, not that. I mean, we'll never, we don't know until we try. It's so speaking. Look around. Look at this scum that are getting in. We just, might as well make our try. Just, you know, lord of a noble house. Prince of the realm, I mean. He's a different caliber of man. Well, it's all about how you talk to them. They are seeking a dream reader, and I am a dream reader. Seems simple enough. Saja has just like grabbed one of these like flyers that stuck everywhere and she's just like staring at it 
just like trying to like looking over it over and over again like seeing the words and like just she just is like super focused on just like she looks super like worried and she just is trying to understand what it says like having heard you guys you know read what this says is just like want so badly to not have to like what you know she's like i can't read and she's like looking at it and like what you've said is like clearly shaken her but you could tell she really wishes that it, she could make sense of it herself Luann, seems Sasha is ashamed of her literacy. <laughs> well, that's not uncommon. Mm, among the poor? Well, yes, of course. But, maybe over time, we can teach her a little. I won't. Yes, Benjamin. So I have a question. Luann, the same place where these people are lined up at the gate to go in and see the prince is the same place your husband just went into. You, I think it slowly dawns on you that now if you do go in to see the prince, there is a good chance you will run into Alexander in the prince's court. Can uh, they go in and I, like, sneak behind? Sure. You have a cloak or something we can have you wear? I have, like, hide in the shadows or something like that. Well, maybe just try to blend in, you know, maybe not be part of the group, but mm -hmm. be close by. Yeah, we blend in with Tiha, right? <laughs> I make no effort to hide what <laughs> what I am inconspicuous Benjamin's like um, before he's seeking audience with the prince uh, and he kind of waves his hand and has a huge brown beard he's like people love this I don't know why it's a wizard thing <laughs> Got beard? His beard. Beard. Yeah. yeah. Beard. Uh, <laughs> wait, he has a beard. I thought, he was I like thought you said beer. He is, but he he cast like a like a small spell, and he has oh, a, no a, a huge beard. Like appears, like kind of starts just growing down his face. People love it. I love everyone that wants it to be a beer, and I too. Now <laughs> I also thought it was a beer. <laughs> I thought we were People gonna get. Maybe yeah. next level. <laughs> Alright, so are you guys going to wait in line? That's what we do. I assume so. I <laughs> mean, do we want to... Are we... Is it just today? Is it today only? Is there a way to get to the front of the line? Yeah, I feel like if we're not... If we're going to be getting in line, we're going to be here all day. Yeah. yeah, we'll ask the uh, people in front of him, like, are you a dream reader? <laughs> One man's like, no, but sometimes um, I, the dog can understand where I point. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Plus, my night hearing is excellent. Superhuman. 
<laughs> Night hearing, you say? Mm, yes. yes. Yeah, that's right. The prince obviously wishes to see me, David. He like, and it pulls his shirt out in a fancy way. Now get okay. back in the back of the line. I've been waiting since yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Can he's still yeah. at the back? He's like, you know, in the middle. <laughs> you know what would get us probably jumped up the line is if we had someone with noble heritage they can make themselves known. Imagine that. Well, I'm not sure what will happen if <sighs> if we have to see my ex, do, but maybe I can you, take us to the front of the line. Do you really think if he saw you that he would do anything in the Hall of the Prince? I mean, he's still, I mean, sure, he's a, a, a poor character, but I don't think that he would, you know, he's still a lord. He wouldn't you know, besmirch his name. Would he? Well, I'll probably just have to fight to keep the chunks down. <laughs> Luann, and tell me if this is too much of an ask, but would you be willing to get back together with your husband for the party? Oh, Benjamin. Enough. Let's be realistic here. Uh. All right. Let's try to go to the front of the line and we'll we'll see what I can do. So you march to the front of the line, and there's a cadre of guards, five or six guards, some of them screening people in the line, others just watching the gate itself, and checking the credentials of carriages and nobles strolling into the palace district through the gate. As you come up, one of them stops you with a flat hand and says, Proof of royal, noble, or gold-born blood? Luann of House Deliceps. Well, yes, my young lady, anyone can say they're from one of the houses. I'm sure you just saw the young count just roll in his carriage and chose his family name to say it is your own. We don't allow riffraff in here, he kind of glances at Tiha when he says that. Oh, please. I'm the mother of his children. I'll always have the Deliceps name. Have you some proof? A signet ring, perhaps? Some sort of papers of lineage? A record of nobility? Would I have that? Don't you have that gun? Still? Oh, yeah. I didn't know if you meant something with, like, my name on it, but I guess they're... It would have, like, their family crest on it. Yeah, I would also imagine you probably have some sort of signet ring, too. Most nobles would. Nice. So cool that she pulls a gun. Like, yeah, I do. <laughs> Ooh! Ooh. Pull this, too. Do you show him the pistol? Yeah. He's like, oh! A gorgeous piece. My pardon, Lady Deliceps. Forgive my ignorance, Sam. I don't believe you've ever made visit to our castle. I just did not recognize you. Yes, well, it's been some time. And these are your, um, 
Guards? Uh, and crew? Alvaro stands up straight, like, straightens his back. He's, like, living his dream right now. <laughs> Strange bunch, yes. but I'm not one to judge the company a lady keeps. These streets are dangerous. Uh, please, please, um, enjoy the palace district. I'm sure your husband awaits you. Joy. Thank you. He, like, bows profusely as he steps aside and lets you into the giant palace market, which you maybe have been in before as well. As Benjamin walks by the guard, he goes, We all have guns. (laughs) I think, uh... Benjamin, you and Tiha probably both notice Magslander, the other guard who does carry a gun, who you had kind of a run-in with. He's like standing on a parapet, like up on a wall, kind of overlooking the, the palace market courtyard. He's just eyeing you angrily as he sees the guard let you in. He like storms off out of sight somewhere. Yeah, does he recognize me with the beard? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tia will uh, wave to him because obviously now uh, you know Tia can be here right yeah. so all is well he just kind of like looks pissed and storms off into the depths of the castle walls and out of sight and with that you head into the palace um through the palace markets, you know, this is like a big open marketplace for nobles and goldborn. And you can actually go through this <laughs> and probably with Luan's credentials be let through the next gate, which actually lets you into the palace proper and the prince's court, which is where he's seeing the dream readers. You can see the line stretches all the way through the markets and up to the next gate, the inner gates. But this is probably a good place to leave off for the night and our session. And also a good place for you all to write goals for your next session. Okay. Maybe we should... You don't have to write them right now. (laughs) You can if you have one in mind while it's still fresh. It'd be a good idea. You can have up to three goals, remember. And you can also write a belief. Um, We can talk more about that later, but they're all worth experience points. You complete one of your character's goals experience and uh, like I said only three at a time and I'll start asking for your goals at the beginning of every session and kind of help you edit them to make sure they're good what a great party yeah <laughs> yeah, this is really good I'm, I'm hoping that uh, I can figure out the modulation and then also I need to work with you Charlie on the actual like uh Lizard Latsu like language so I can get some words because I want to speak in Lizardman. <laughs> oh, yeah. I need to do my the con language generator. I'll, I'll try. Yeah, to... I, I did one and then I was like, well, I'll consult Charlie about this. So. I mean, if you can just make like a dictionary PDF from it, sometimes they let you do that. Mm-hmm. That's great. I'm fine with that. You can send it to me. Okay. I'll, I'll see what I can figure out. But yeah, make a, fun, make a space on your sheet where you can write three goals, up to three. You don't have to have three, one to three goals. And that's how your character gets XP, by completing and working towards those goals. And then same thing, you can have one belief at a time. Now, of course, your character can have more than one belief, but you can have one belief, quote-unquote, slotted at a time. If you act on your belief or act against it, 
you get XP. That one's a little harder to achieve. Good to write your belief about something happening in the game, about the people or the places or the factions you're interacting with, that they come up and play. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, I'm going to give everybody 200 XP just for completing session one. You mark that okay. on your sheet. Yeah. Cool, cool. And, uh, of course, feel free to run goals by me in Discord this week, too. I can help you edit them kind of ahead of time. Slash approve or deny them. He always denies one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to go eat. I'm just kidding. He well, doesn't always do that. Only if they're too easy. Only if they're too easy. Oh, you're... I, my favorite part is when you prune them. Yeah, well, that, it's also just trying to help you guys make sure you're going to accomplish them, too. Or they're going to be worth XP or whatever it is. But yeah, your goal should be something you think you can accomplish in the next two or three, you know, one to three sessions, usually, as well. If it's something that's going to take longer than that, you should probably switch it out for something else. Come back to it. But yeah, great session, everybody. That was really fun. That was super fun. That was a great one. Yeah, lots of fun. Uh, I'm going to head out. I'm going to go to bed. But... Thank you all. I will see you next week and I'll talk to you later. Awesome. Yeah. Good session. Bye, y'all. Have a good week. Later, guys. Later. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. <laughs>